Chemamukos, just back with the Positive Past podcast. Today we've got um, Kurt, another coastie, another favorite coastie of mine. Um, just got him on. Obviously, you know, we're looking at just getting stuff off our chest, whether it be deep or whether it be surface stuff. And we're just looking at just trying to normalize just talking in general. And it's just, like I said, it doesn't have to be fucking too full on or anything like that you know it's just getting just little bits off your chest and just breaking down these like little barriers that we put up for ourselves but um so it might be a bit of a weird way to start this um podcast off but i was just saying to kurt earlier that um while i was sitting in the shower washing my shaft whatever fucking blah 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 i was having some like little shower thoughts and i was thinking to myself like i've known kurt from pretty much year seven which is around 13 13 years old and i was thinking to myself like through my whole years i've fucking seen kurt at all these parties and drunk with them and you know he's he's real close with some of my best friends older brothers and stuff and we've yarned so much throughout the years but we actually sort of don't know too much about each other yeah so yeah it was kind of like you know it's it crazy and we we're just talking about it how um how quite a lot of us coasties, you know, we, we just know each other on a surface level where we'll just know them as like, oh, bro, that's the dude that fucking went hard at the party last week. Just tell them who you are. Tell them what your name is, what job you do. Yeah, um, so I'm Kurt. I'm 29. I've um, lived on the coast my whole life. And I'm a scaffy. I've been a scaffy for like 10 years. Got off my dad. My dad like, taught me how to scaffold. And, yeah, I'm just a normal guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like gaming, like, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. just like chilling, you know. Yeah. Bro, because you, you were in a band when you like a little while ago, back in the day. I can remember seeing like some yep. pictures or like posters or something yeah. up with you and you're like, like you know, full screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Are you still in that? Me and Eric. Nah, not anymore. I haven't done that uh, for, for, for maybe like seven years now. Ah. So yeah, me and a couple of the bros um started it up when we were like sixteen. Yeah. And then just like yeah, we just kept going and kept going. And then we're like we got stopped as we got older we like progressed into like doing bar shows and stuff like that. And it was me, eh? It was like Yeah. Bro, because you guys were international like fucking millionaires and shit, eh? You guys were like had heaps of millions of followers <laughs> and shit, eh? Well were you guys more of like the, the band garage, eh? Garage band. Yeah, we were like, um, I think we were like pretty, we were pretty for like uh, Auckland famous, as you could say. Like yeah. We were, we're like a, like just like a local metal band that did shows like every week. And, yeah. Bro, what was that like? Like, like the whole like performing good. side of it? It would have been pretty intense, eh? A couple of, I was getting a rock star. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Some of the shows he played, it was just like big vendors, like, um, could just imagine bro the yeah the, the bars would like put, give us all free drinks all night and stuff like that man so you could just go just get as hammered play some death metal with like some of your best mates so <laughs> yeah because what how how old were you guys when you guys actually like started like performing and like bars and stuff eh? yeah i think we i think the first one we did when we were like like fresh 18 and that was yeah. at um, Live Fire in the city. 
yeah. which is now like Phoenix Steel or something like that. It was honestly such a like mean buzzer just getting up there. Yeah. It was like obviously I was I was like a real angry as a teenager, so <laughs> getting up there and just like screaming, you know. Yeah. Like, just felt good, bro. Mean buzzer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like when he when I'd like get off the stage, I was like super shy, like come like into the shell. You know, I was just adamant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, but then when you're on stage it was a full, it was like a different persona, eh? So yeah. That was a yeah, huge, huge mistake. It was such a thing it would just take too much energy now, eh? Yeah. Cause what who, who was writing your guys' songs for you? Yeah? Oh just like um wasn't it near James and Sam and uh, yeah. Warwick, they were just, you know, they'd all just chip in and lock yeah. songs together. And, yeah. So what was your, um, what was your position in, in the band? I was the singer, yeah. Just, yeah. Just screaming the whole time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it would have been, like, good to, like, um, like, you know, like, once you jumped on stage, like, all that shit that's yeah. built up in between is, like, you're let out in the next yeah. show. Yeah, bro. It was definitely like a um, release of yeah, just like anger and stuff like that. Eh? Like, yeah, it was nuts. It was just nuts. So eh? partying, eh? it was just a lot of partying. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, well, Auckland, bro, perfect place for it. Eh? A few years, like when when um, we were doing it, it, was like when Auckland Middle was like crazy. It was everywhere, but now yeah. it's like. Yeah. There's like minimal shows and all that. Bro, like, everyone's in like, trap boys and like the dudes who like fucking run around in dresses and shit, you know, like the young thugs and shit, you know, wear like dresses and nail polish and fucking shit. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Very, very different buzz now than what it was. Yeah. Because um, what, what primary did you go to? Did you go to Stan's? Yeah, we went to Stanwood Bay. Yeah. How'd you find it at Stan's? All good? From then, that are like some of my best friends now, which is me. So yeah. Like 25, 20 years later, you know. Yeah. Still very close with them. Yeah. Right, and then same with High Business Coast. Yeah. Intermediate too. Because everyone like that went to Stan's or like went to Ponga and stuff, Ponga Primary and all that, all went to High Business Coast Intermediate. And then we all, oh, like most of us, merged into Ponga College. We yeah, like the foundation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then yeah, I was because... like two years, got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, it was a different time. like a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> bro, not too long because like if you're 29, bro, I'm only 25. You know, that's four years, bro. So like that yeah, still yeah, had yeah, developed bro. a lot oh, between yeah. like that four years since you started and to where yeah, I started. Yeah. Oh, that was almost 12 years ago when I left. Oh, I, no, I left college like 13 years ago. So. Well, how old were you when you left? Did you leave or did you get kicked out? Um, I left on my own accord at the end of, oh, at the start of um, the last year of college. Yeah. Because I went to Oriwa because I got, I got kicked out of Bongo and then went to Oriwa and then got kicked. I got expelled from Oriwa and like, Two weeks. I had like a half a year off school and then ended up 
like writing a letter to the principal, being like, "Can I come back to school?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, you know, then just I didn't really do anything. Yeah. Back to school, so I was just a ruckus. Yeah. Right. That's that's out of it though, because I I didn't know that you went from um, WGP to Audiwa. And what did you end up coming back to WGP, or did you end up going back to Audiwa? Yeah. No, I went back to um, Whangaparaa. Went to Whangaparaa. And what, how, how long did you um, did you finish your years yeah. there? Nah, finished, just left on the last year, like the first term. Mm. They just they just put me, they just let me back in there just to keep me out of trouble. Though. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of me roaming around in the streets doing shit, I was in school, like, just being trouble, though. Yeah. How long were you saying you did um, scaffing for? Uh, probably like 11 years now. Or 11 like. years. Right, that's quite a while eh, in that industry. Yeah, it's like my knees are like ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my body's definitely giving up. Eh? I've been Bro, how, how's the shoulders? Uh, must have pretty big shoulders from the, from the poles. Oh, the, shoulders are, the shoulders are... The shoulders are... Yeah. Well, how how did you get into scaffing? Was this something you kind of wanted to do, or was it just something that you sort of just ended up getting into? Um, I, um, my old man, he, um, he used to do like staging and stuff like that. Yeah. So when I was growing up, he he did like all like big day out stages. Like Christmas in the park, he he built all those, and um, so I was like going to concerts and shit like that when I was young. Yeah, from a young yeah, age. Yeah, he's done he's done like everyone. He's done like everyone I could think of, like Michael Jackson and shit. And <clears throat> we lived in a factory in Silverdale, and that was like his scaffold yard. We lived there for years. And yeah, as I just got older, he just would like take me around, and I'd just do shit with him and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah, as I got older, he 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 actually like gave me my first job and was like, "Yeah, come and work with me," and just like picked me up from <clears throat> my house every day. Yeah, to work with him, and I just kind of like from there, and then just haven't haven't left. Yeah, fuck, bro, because that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's there's so much other shit that I want to do, but I'm like, do I start from square one? Mm. I just keep chugging along and skipping. Yeah. I feel like, bro, there's there's definitely got to be a point in time where we start wanting to do shit for ourselves, bro. That's why I kind of wanted to start this up is because, like, you know, for years, bro, like, since I first started working, all I've ever done is just build other people's empires, bro. Yeah, that's it, yeah. You know? So it's kind of like, you know, like, this is my first step <laughs> in, I guess, building my own empire kind of thing. Bro, I'd, I'd encourage you to just fucking just get into whatever you're thinking about getting, bro, and just never yeah, mind yeah. about the consequences and shit, bro. Just as long as you've got, like, an end goal and what you want to accomplish, yeah, bro, that yeah. should be, like, the only thing that you should be looking at. Anything else that's, you know, gets in the way, bro, you just give a little shoulder nudge and budget out of the way. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, bro, because yeah. so, I, I know for myself yeah. that I probably would have found it pretty hard to work with my old man, bro. Bro, my old man's pretty pretty. Yeah, my old man's pretty crazy, eh? Yeah. And he's fucking funny. He's 
Yeah. It's just, yeah, like, it was like no drama. I'd go work for him now as well. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Are you guys pretty close, you and your old man? Uh, Probably not as close as I want to be, but. Mm-hmm. So Same, bro. It's quite hard during um, the lockdown and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Can't really go and see them. Yeah, I like I like to be much closer with like my parents. So, yeah. yeah, I yeah. just buzz out about it, bro. Because I like, I don't know I, I don't know how you'd feel about it, but you know I'm only 25, but I realize that you know the years are going a lot quicker now, yeah. and they're not fucking oh, getting yeah. any younger. Yeah, so I'm like, shit, yeah. I need to fucking start hurry up and like trying to make these connections and build up a more solid relationship with them before, you know, time comes, you know? Yeah, you, that thought I always goes through my head and shit like that. I'm like, and my mum even says it to me. She's like, I'm getting old now. When I'm Guilt trips. Like, yeah. She's like, come around for dinner. All that shit. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Life just gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, bro, hard. Everyone needs to understand that, like, you know, life, bro, we can't control life whatsoever, bro. We can only control what we do in life, you know. Whatever life wants to do with us, it's going to do whatever it pleases with us. It's just, like, trying to, like, understand that life gets in the way of shit that you want to do or people you want to see and shit. I feel like that that's yeah. some, something that a lot of people struggle with, bro, is just trying to understand life and the fact that, like, yeah. we have to live life on life's terms. We can't live life on our own terms. Why so just fucking chew us up and spit us out, bro? Yeah. But, um, because, sure, sure. um, what's it called? Like, you've got quite a few siblings, bro, I noticed throughout the years, you know? Because, um, you know, Jesse was a my year, and then there was TJ and yeah, your yeah. sisters in there. Are you pretty close with them? Yeah. Um, uh, nah, not really, eh? Like, not really? Yeah, same as my parents, I talk to them, but uh, my brother loves probably, like, Five minutes away from me, and I like never see him. Yeah, he's my older brother. Yeah, I just I don't know, like yeah, like I don't know if there's something to do with my personality or like yeah, just just one of those things. Sheltered of me. Yeah, I don't know. I make the time to go and see them because he's got uh, two um, daughters now. I've only seen them probably like a handful of times. Yeah. I do want to see them or I do want to see them, but something like just, I don't know if it's like my anxiety or just something like that just holds me back from just driving up the road. Well, like, you know, obviously you'd know like that your anxiety probably fucking holds you back from a lot of shit, bro. Just like I know they're like, you know, my anxiety fucking... Bro, like, I'll freak out going up to the fucking supermarket, bro. You know, like, yeah, and my yeah, boys bro, yeah. my boys yeah. will probably be laughing like this because, like, you know, sometimes we'll, like, be going out for, like, a day trip or some shit. We need to go get some snacks or something. And I just got to, like, fucking rack myself up, bro. I'm like, fuck. Bro, there's going to be so much people in there, bro. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, what yeah, if yeah, I bump yeah, into yeah. someone? Or what if I bump into heaps of people I know and then I have to have all these conversations and then my mind's just like, fuck. And I'm just like, bro, I don't even want to go in there. And then they're like, right. fucking hurry up, cunt. I'm like, fuck, shit, all right then. But yeah, bro, it's, it's like, yeah. you know, it's just anxiety, bro. Like, it just fucking gets in the way of a lot of shit, even just normal shit, you know? Like, yeah. you know, like I just said, like, even trying to go get food, bro, from the supermarket, 
You know, like it gets you when you're yeah, yeah. least expected. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, um I was way more crippled when I was younger, but I still am. But I feel like uh, I could like really honestly put a halt on my life for like for yeah. so many years. And like probably like yeah, like so God be working out on site and stuff like that. And you know, you'd have to obviously talk to the builder and shit like that. And I'd be mm. like well, I'm not talking to the builder. Nah, don't make me do it. Nah, no, yeah. Like, bro. <laughs> yeah. And I'd like go organize the job and I'm there organizing the job and I'm like, all right, go ask the builder what he wants. Someone else fucking go do it. And yeah. then get them to come back and tell me what they want and shit. And I was like, well, that's the perk of being and in that position. Like, yeah, 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 bro. And then just, as, yeah, as I got a little bit older, I I felt like my job helped me more though, like mm. because I was around so many different people. So yeah, like that helped me be able to yeah. talk to strangers and shit like that. More. You get like yeah. new guys coming into work and stuff like that, and you be like, you know, you had to tell them what to do and shit like that. But mm. I thought, fuck, oh, I could just work by myself, eh? <laughs> yeah, like, bro. Right, yeah, do what you want to do, bro. So, yeah, yeah, so. yeah I'm, I'm quite similar in that aspect, bro. Like. I'd rather work by myself, you know? And, like, at the place that I'm yeah, working yeah. at at the moment, out in Gulf Harbour down at um, HMC, right, like, I'm, I'm just tucked away yeah. in, like, a little, like, um, shrink wrap tent at the back, bro, and I just work out there by myself on the sea legs, bro, just because, I don't know, yeah. I just work more efficient. And I guess for you, would you sort of, like, try take the time to, like, I guess, like, get yourself on the same level as them where it doesn't feel weird, or would you just sort of, like, pull someone that you're comfortable with and then be like, bro, can you tell that dude to yeah, do yeah. something? Yeah. Oh, uh, sometimes, eh? Sometimes it's a both I'm like, <laughs> if there's someone around, like, Mark or someone that I work with, I'll just be like, yeah, bro, go tell him, even though he's only metres away and he can probably hear him. Like, yeah, yeah. Nah, you go do that, bro. You, you yeah. go tell him. I'm like, and then he'll be like, why, why, why won't you? I'm like, I'm not that keen, eh, bro. <laughs> chill here, I'll just chill here. <laughs> yeah. I still feel it, like, most days at work, eh? Hey? like, oh, something's in the way. Oh, go tell him to move it, Mark. But like, <laughs> you go and tell him. Ah, bro. <laughs> no. Just, just freeze up, eh? Freeze yeah. Up. Bro, but I, I feel like it'd be so much more common than people tend to, like, think, bro. Because, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, just, just listening to, like, what you've just said then, like, I noticed that I have quite a lot of similarities um, when it comes to, like, you know, dealing with, like, customers and shit, you know. They're asking me about questions of their boat and shit, and I'm like, I'm not even working on your boat, man, like. I don't know what the fuck to do. And then I'm like freaking out. I'm scrambling around trying to yeah. find someone to like be able to tell them what they want to know and what they want to hear. So like there's definitely like heaps of that um, anxiety and stuff that comes around like being in the workplace and stuff like that, bro. I would have nights um, like where I couldn't sleep. I'm like the worst sleeper. Okay? Like, every single night I struggle to sleep. And then I'd like go to work and I'd, my anxiety would be going through the roof. 
mm. and I'll just be like, nah, fuck it, I'm not going to work today. Can't, I'm not feeling it. I'll just be like, nah, bro. Because I'm just yeah. so, my chest is just going, but I'm like, yeah. nah, today's not a good day. I'm just going to fucking stay home. And luckily, right, the place I was working at, I could just stay home as well. So yeah. Fucking mean. At least you were able to, um, you know, like, I guess pinpoint it and be able to target it, you know, when it sort of like arose, yeah. you know. At least you weren't like sort of yeah. just forcing yourself to get out there and then all of a sudden you're fucking yeah. lashing out at people and shit because you're having a freak out, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd text my um, boss and be like, you know, I'll tell him, I'll be like, nah, fuck, I don't want to be at work today. I'm stressing out. But then I'd just sit around home all day stressing out that I wasn't going to work and if I was going to have enough money in my you know? It was like a yeah. big cycle. Yeah. But fucking that, I was just... Yeah, that was not a... It's not a good time doing that, just freaking out. Eh? Just going. Yeah. And like you said, bro, it's a cycle, you know? It's, it's a cycle. Yeah. So, like, once you put yourself in that cycle, it's probably just going to keep going in that cycle until you break it. Yeah, and I wasn't even sitting at home, like, trying to figure out ways of, you know, to fix my anxiety. I was just sitting there going, fuck, 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 yeah. fuck. Like, Bathing day, in it. Like, yeah, bro, pretty much. <laughs> hey, and I'd just do that for, like, you know, one or two times a week for so long, too. Just yeah. For, like, years. Of it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I just felt, like, you know, it just fucking put, I feel like a I can't really say that it like put me behind, but fucking definitely like had a big impact on my life. Like, kind of like made you stagnant. Like, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, like I just plateaued, plateaued through, and then like when I yeah when I finally like got to the end, I still not as bad as um was now. Like, but now mm. I'm finally like you know I can see my life going like slowly uphill because yeah. I don't yeah. have like, like severe anxiety like that just cripples you I'm like yeah fuck it yeah. feels good it feels mean to be able to just like <laughs> back up on the life you know yeah, yeah bro no that's mean but you know like the the best thing is I noticed that you're able to like take yourself out of the situation and like I guess like dissect it and look at it from like a third person point of view, you know, like by the sounds of how you're explaining it, you know, it's like, you know, you're watching all this unfold, but at the same time, you're like also watching yourself, let the stuff unfold kind of thing. Yeah. 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 You've learned your triggers and things that can trigger you and little ways that you can um, combat those triggers with. Obviously like we're all going to have those days where like, the whole world just comes on top of us, you know, and it's just yeah. fucking us up. And, you know, we could be bedridden, bro. You know, I know that there's a lot of people out there that will be going through the same thing as you where, you know, for a week, two weeks, three weeks, bro, they could be sweet as, you yeah, know. Bro. They could be on the moon. And then next thing you know, bro, that fourth week, they're just stuck in bed for the next three days because they're fucking scared of coming out. And, you know, which is why yeah. it's good to, like, talk about this stuff so other people out there know that, you know, they're not the only ones suffering and that, you know, there's a lot of us out here who go through the, I guess, similar situations and similar things, bro. So it's good, bro. It's, it's good that you're able to start, um, 
yeah, I guess start seeing your triggers and being able to deal with them because obviously it's got you to a point where, you, like you were saying, your life's starting to slowly incline, yeah. you know, instead of decline. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, I, you know, like, it's it's a good feeling, bro, when you start seeing, like, these little positive changes. It couldn't, like, it might not even be big changes, you know. It could be the littlest yeah, yeah, things, yeah, yeah. bro. But, you know, all those little things, bro, over a whole year, bro, it builds up into something big, you know. Yeah, that's it, bro. Like, that's what I've been doing, like, at the moment. Is just, yeah, like, taking small steps. Mm. Breaking habits, you know, breaking patterns of shit that I was doing. And, mm. yeah, and like, everything's just fucking, yeah, like, just going up, eh? Like, my anxiety's going down, like, you know, the way yeah. those shit days are left shit now and stuff like that. Yeah. What have you started changing to get yourself into that position? Like, I heard you say that you're breaking, like, certain patterns and certain, like, addictions or whatever. Um, I got to a fucking real low point at, um, like, maybe, like, three months into the, uh, maybe, like, October last year. I felt myself going, like, fucking downwards, downwards, downwards. And I, like, just was, just was started doing dumb shit, bro. Like, I was bendering, like, every weekend and just, like, not doing the right things, really. And then, like, maybe into January of this year, I just fucking had enough and was like, fuck, I'm sick of feeling like this. And then when I'm just, like, I honestly just, like, woke up and was like, I can't fucking feel this way anymore. It's like, yeah. I don't know my breaking point. Yeah. And then just, like, reached out and that was, like, the first step. Hey, that was my first small step of, like, helping myself. And yeah. A couple of weeks, I just know that my let my friends know, and then just like every couple of weeks, I just did something different, like mm. telling myself something different, or like I wasn't going to do this today; I was going to do this. They're just like the small little things like that. Just yeah, just like yeah. one step at a time, eh? Like pretty much, just yeah. Keep going and keep going. And, yeah, bro. And, you know, like, yeah, since cool. then, you know, you you can look at yourself where you are now and, you know, probably yeah. put a smile on your face, bro, because, you know, you'll probably come yeah. so far and you're probably in a point in your life now where you probably, you know, back last year around that October time, you probably wouldn't have seen yourself in this position you are now and how far you've come since yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I honestly never thought that I'd, like, feel like like, yeah. you know, you, you went, like, you know, you, like they say, you couldn't see the light, bro. I was like, I just thought that that was it. I was just going to be stuck like this forever. Like, and I was yeah. real stubborn about it, too. I didn't want to get any help and shit like that. And then once I did finally start getting the help, I was like, fuck. This is, like, what it feels like to, you know, be alive. Mm. Like, everything looks, like, so much brighter. Like, Reborn, bro. see so much more. Yeah, it was like pretty much it was like that, eh? Like things like even small things like going outside, looking at like flowers and shit like that. I'd never seen them like the way that I can see them. Like, it's, yeah. Uh, I was uh, telling people that I was like, it's a fucking 
weird feeling like going outside and like looking at the sky and like <laughs> finally being, being able to see it, you know? Like, yeah. The sky was fucking beaming and I was just like, what the fuck? This is how people have been living. Why have I been living in shadow for yeah. like 15 years? Of, yeah. <laughs> fucking surreal. It's a surreal thing. Yeah, bro, because... I'm guessing, like, you know, like, around that October or that January time that you were talking about when you um, when you started reaching out, is that when you made those statuses on Facebook? Like, the status was just saying that, you know, you've, um, you've been struggling and you're going through some times and that, you know, you're starting to take your first steps into reaching out or something. So I'm, I'm guessing it's probably when you started oh, yeah. reaching out at the start. Yeah, bro, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, but I let everyone know and stuff like that. What made you feel like, you know, making that status about, I guess, you know, like that, that's, I guess, quite like a vulnerable status? Yeah, because I was just being like, you know, I was was just doing dumb shit and like hurting people and stuff like that. And like, I guess I just wanted people to know that I was like, you know, trying to get back on the right track. Mm hmm. Getting my, my well-being back up because like I was stuck in, the, I was in a, like, a real dark place. I was like sitting in a room for like a week or shit like that. Yeah. And like, my friends, um, they get, like, they'd keep checking in on me and stuff like that. So I thought it was like, you know, I thought I'd just let everyone who's like this is me um, know by like doing that. Like status. Yeah. You know, like that. Yeah. And it's nice because then people comment on it and people message mm. you shit like, you know, if you're that happy you and stuff like that. Like big buzz. Like if you're having a shit day and someone messes you, something's nice. Yeah. You know, brighten the whole day up, eh? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Because, like, when, when, when I think about you, like, when I was younger, you know, like, I guess the image of you in my head, bro, is like whenever I seen you, you're always like happy dude, bro. You always had a big grin on your face. Yeah. You're always like, you know, you're always just full of life, bro. But, you know, and it's it's a bit buzzy now with you talking about this because by the sounds like in those happiest times that I would have seen you, you probably would have been like, you know, facing your demons at the same time, you know, and it's kind of like buzzy, bro, and it buzzes me out listening to you and talk about, you know, like just being so like, um, just so angry and stuff back then. Bro, and like, I think about you and I'm like, bro, I've never seen you angry in my whole life, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, like, I was, you know, I, I love going out and seeing people and like being social and shit like that. Like, I hated the way that I felt when I wasn't around people, you know? Yeah. Like, when I go home, fuck over turn into a shell of like a person but when I'm you know out being social there's like a you put on a front really mm. but you are you are obviously enjoying yourself so I love yeah. you know I love you know because my friends around and stuff like that yeah it's a fucking mean buzz mm. yeah bro well it's good for the soul you know yeah that's it bro so like yeah, like with well, lockdowns and shit like that. People fucking, like, that's sad shit too. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't see each other and stuff like that. And you need, you need that um, that buzz, eh? 
Yeah, bro. Well, you just need that connective. Energy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You miss the energy of other people and stuff like that. Yeah, bro. And because, like, that, that's a lot of the things as we do as, like, human beings, bro. It's like, you know, we, we radiate frequencies, bro. And yeah, the yeah. best way to hold, like, a high frequency of yourself is to be in a room full of other people who are on the same high, yeah. you know? And that's why so much people are like, you know, just love being social, love being with friends and stuff is because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, in that moment, bro, you guys are all just like this. But then yeah, once yeah. you take yourself away, you're now at your just normal level of frequency, you know, which is why you, yeah. a lot of people would probably tend to feel, you know, like a bit lost or, you know, like they could go from being this happy as at a party person. And then as soon as they get home, you know, they're like, fuck. I should have just stayed at the party. Yeah, right. I probably would have been a bit better, yeah, would have been yeah, a bit yeah. happier, even if I was yeah. up until fucking four or four, five o'clock in the morning, you know? It's better than sitting here by myself with my own thoughts kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. sure. A lot of people just don't take time out and, like, give themselves time. Like, if, you know, when you're alone. Mm. Like, like, say, you work all day, right, and then you go home, immerse yourself in like the TV or computer mm. Xbox whatever you want and you do that till you fall asleep and you do that five days a week and when the weekend comes you fucking go and drink piss with your mates mm. so your energy levels are like hard outbound yeah and then you just wait you just, you're dreading Monday do the same thing all week and then you do the same thing on the weekend but what people don't do, like, like take like one hour of hour out of the day, just sit there and think about like where you want to be, what you want to do. Like, give yourself mm-hmm. time. It's mm-hmm. like everyone's like just feeling, you know, that everyone's so busy all the time, or just like avoiding, like you know, having some you time to think about mm-hmm. shit that you want to do. Like, I did that for, like, five years. Never, ever time out of my day or, like, any time out of the week to think about, like, where I want to be, what I want to do, and shit like that. Or every, yeah. I was just, like, living in a fucking blur for, like, years and years, though. And that was, like... <coughs> now, I've actually, like, I take time out of and think about, like, what I want to do. What am I, like, mm. what am I grateful for? Where am I at? Where's my head at? Mm. Um, and shit like that, yeah. Feel like uh, that's a big struggle for a lot of people. Like. Mm. Yeah, bro, for sure. Because like even, even me, bro, I'm I'm guilty of not taking time out for myself. You know, like I I do stuff to benefit myself, like you know, work out, shit like that. But yeah. I've like, bro, even today, like I still haven't taken time out to actually like think about myself, who I am, who I want to be, what I want to do, what I want to become kind of thing. So I feel like that's a real fucking valuable point that you bring up, bro, is taking time out for yourself, you know? I guess it's like one of those like fill your cup back up kind of things, eh? Because like, you know, everyone's got a cup and, you know, you spend all your time sipping away at your cup and, you know, all of a sudden you forget to refill it and now we're all walking around, you know, half-assed or empty-cupped. That's it, bro. You know, you're 
you just I like now have started taking up time for me like I sit outside mm-hmm. probably like almost an hour two hours a day because I live in Pukui so I've got like a big bush around me yeah and I just watch the birds we got like wild goats and shit like that out here man so I now sit on my on my deck and like chill out have a few ciggies have a coffee and just yeah. like you know take some time out for myself and yeah, like think about something and write something down, you know, just mm-hmm. get my fucking spirit back up. Oh, like, by the sounds, you know, it's taken you a long time to um, evaluate yeah. your life and your past, bro. But now, you know, you're at a position where you're able to take that time out of the day for yourself and really yeah. look at, um, you know, look at life from a different perspective now, you know, and well, well, what I reckon you're doing with the whole, you know, just taking time out, you know, writing, writing stuff down and just stuff like that, that I pro- I'd, I'd say a lot of us would probably benefit from something, doing something like that, you know, would probably benefit a yeah, lot. How, how do you think for yourself it's changed your life? Oh, it's fucking, it's mean, eh? It's like, yeah, I've got a little, I've got a little journal now that I just jot down whatever I wanted and shit like that, like. Come yeah. home, write something nice in there, or how I was feeling that day. Yeah, yeah. It's a small little habit that like, definitely will help you a lot. You know, if you can't speak to someone, it's always good to you know you've got to get it out of you somehow. Mm. So if, if like, there's no one around you to listen to, you, you've got a pen and a pen, just write something down how you're feeling, but because it will get it out of your mind. I think mm. it'll just be so helpful. Small little thing like that. Yeah, that's, yeah, I've been doing that a lot. Yeah. Right, that's that's the best thing I, I could probably say for anyone, bro. Is you know, if you can't talk, write it out. Just get it out of your system. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't. Talk, bro, I was like, fucking shit. Yeah, like I was saying, I was shell, bro. I'd not talk to anyone. Didn't say a word. I just filled up, bottled and bottled everything. You know? mm. And then just this year, I've just been doing small things like writing down. And like, yeah, been to therapy and stuff like that. Talk about yeah. my emotions and shit. Yeah. Fucking once you get it out, honestly, it feels like it feels fucking so good. Just the weight, just like yeah, yeah. Because right, um, I've I've always sort of thought about therapy because I'm you know like like I just said I've I've always struggled with actually like talking to people. How how did you find therapy? For yeah. You? I was me. You know, I just went to the through the. Family doctor, like your local one, and <coughs> I lucked out and got this like good as dude. Eh? He was, he's probably only like ten years old than me. Yeah, and he was just a champ. Eh? Like he, he he they would drive all the way out here to come and see me and shit. But, shit, like yeah, the second one you know opened up a bit, and he like he was telling he talked to me about him too, like dude. You know, try to make the connection so it wasn't that awkward. Yeah. And then at the end of it, I was fucking like, yeah, you know, I was blabbing shit to him, eh? Like, yeah. Blabbing it all out to him, and he's just a Jesus, yeah. Right, that's me. Right? Um, I did another therapy as well after that, like uh, it's called MDR. Like another time, which is pretty good. It's like trains your brain to. Do some shit. I can't really 
<laughs> to explain it, but it's pretty out there. Like memories yeah. and stuff like that that you have in you, like tries to release the emotional memories that you have or something like that. So yeah. yeah. Sounds pretty like fucking intense, stuff. right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty hard out there. But it's it was it was being at like took a lot of stress off. So. Yeah. Because obviously they'd have to like poke at you pretty deep to like, you know, touch those emotions that they're trying to get you to release. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's just, the guy was uh, real nice and stuff, and like he teaches you to, um, he like makes you smell stuff and like picture stuff and makes you write like good affirmations and shit like that. Yeah. So you're always thinking about. Um, Good, yeah, so you're always thinking about a good thing when you're thinking of that memory, of that mm. bad memory. Like, yeah. Pretty trippy, I mean. Yeah, it sounds pretty complicated, bro. Is, is it pretty much like yeah. he or your, he's trying to train you to, I guess, recognize like a good moment now and replace it with the bad moment, I guess? Yeah, 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 yeah bro, yeah. It's like that. It's like he tries to, yeah, tries to remove the emotion from the memory, the bad memory, and replace, like replace it with the emotion of the good memory. It's real trippy, eh? Right, that's pretty crazy. Like, I didn't even know that existed, bro. Yeah, he like makes you um, like look at a pen and like follow the pen, and he like makes you blink and shit. It's real. Like, hypnotize you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> But it definitely works. From what you've said, it's like I can see that, you know, from like those years back, you've started breaking down, you know, barriers and breaking patterns and yeah. breaking old habits and stuff, bro. And it's it's obviously worked out real well for you because, you know, you've probably found yourself yeah. in the best position you've found yourself in a long time. Yeah, for sure, bro. Like, yeah, want a different, different buzz now, eh? Like, yeah, different, different life to what I was, you know, living a year ago or however mm. many years. Like, yeah. my whole perception is like completely different. Yeah, and that's a lot of that was um, just to do with not drinking, eh? Cut out a lot yeah. of drinks. I haven't. I've probably drunk probably like seven times this whole year. Just was like. Fuck that! It's fucking my mm. life. It's making me feel worse than I need to feel. So I mm. stopped that, and yeah, that's that's a big part of it. Also, so I wasn't drinking like every day. I was only drinking on the weekends. But when I would drink yeah. on the weekends, now I'd go hard. If it had been a week drink, I've never had. I don't even have one beer. Before. I've mm. never been like a after beer, after work beer guy. Just, yeah. Just the weekends only, eh? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bro, because that, that's where I found for myself too is like where I started feeling a lot better is when I started cutting out the drinking, bro, because I'm, I'm in I'm sort of same position as you now, like myself, that the drinking, bro, is such a big thing. And as you know, like so much of us coasties, bro, just love to send it, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's so, and I, I think like the whole like drinking aspect of it Obviously, it's worked for you, you know, like cutting out the drinking, bro. I know that for myself, cutting out the drinking's worked for me. So I guess we could, like, 
push or push the narrative or push people to, you know, just yeah. try putting down the bottle, bro. Because the way I was thinking about it yeah. is like, how the fuck am I meant to be feeling good about myself of every single day I'm poisoning my body? Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah. yeah, I couldn't see it like when I was drinking every weekend that like of how much it was like affecting my life. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Didn't see it at all, and I was like, I was just, you know, I was, I was like just fucking eager, eager every week to get out there and drink. And then yeah. when I when I didn't have a drink, when I didn't go out for like two months, I was like, holy fuck, I feel fucking like incredible. My body's like rejuvenated, like fucking, <laughs> I've got some energy and shit. I was like, holy yeah. shit. And then I was like, eventually I did get on the bus, and when I woke mm-hmm. up in the morning, I was like, fuck. This is not nice, eh? I'm definitely going. I'm definitely not drinking for a while after that. Yeah. Also, because I'm almost thirty, so my hangovers like fucking way worse. (laughs) Yeah, I was, you know, I was drinking for like ten years every weekend, non-stop, no breaks and shit. Then I finally got rid of it, and I was like, I'd never thought that I'd be able to cut it out. Mm. It wasn't even that hard. Like, why didn't I do yeah. it earlier? Or like, take it slower at least, and like, <laughs> just have a few beers and eat some shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. wondering if sort of that contributes to, um, you know, to our suicide rates, and you know why so much of our young and men are ultimately committing suicide is because a lot of the time, a lot of us look to the bottle, bro. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like. Yeah, it's a fucking poison, and it's mm. vegan, so. It's but almost like they want us to fucking kill ourselves, right, the government, you know? <laughs> yeah, you can't believe it. Like, it's legal sometimes, eh? And mm. like, the shit it does to people is fucking next level. Yeah. Emotionally, physically. Oh, just all aspects, bro. It's all yeah, aspects, bro. Right. It's just damaging, you know? It just damages your internal and it, you know, ultimately affects your, the way you see your external self, you know, because you're so fucking um, disgusted in your your inner self that, you know, when you look into a mirror or something, you're disgusted on what you see on the surface. So I, I feel like, you know, like one thing that could probably contribute to lessening the suicide rates in our country is probably trying to sort out drinking out, bro, I reckon. Because, you know, like, there's two dudes sitting here, me and you, and we're both, you know, talked about the fact that we got off drinking and it's helped us both immensely, you know. And if there's other people that are, you know, pissheads every day or, you know, like alcoholics, you know, just put the bottle down and just see how that makes you feel because, you know, it's worked for, for me and Kurt. So, you know, who's, who's not to say it's not going to work for you? And a lot of people don't have fuck all to lose now, you know? And it's probably worse our drinking culture since everyone's been locked in, locked inside, you know? Everyone's yeah, probably just been going sure. hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing what else is there to do. Mm-hmm. Well, what are, what are some other sort of little things that you've um, implemented to sort of help cut out um, some of the habits, some of the patterns and stuff? On top of um, therapy and writing affirmations and just quitting the liquor. Um, 
just like, you know, I'd wake up on my way to work, just like name off five things that you know, you're grateful for like, that are around mm. you or in your life. That's probably like one of the ones I do most days, just cruising and just like, yeah, but yeah. just think, look around, just go, oh, yeah, I'm grateful for that. But like, you know, you see someone or something like that. So have, having, um, to- I guess, having the gratitude, eh? Just finding the gratitude yeah, in the day. You yeah. think that finding gratitude in your life is probably one of the things that's helped you out the most? Yeah, sure. Like, I was, like, I was, like, just so unappreciative of anything. Like, mm. And then this is, like, I, I started doing this actually, like, probably a year or two ago as well. And it definitely made me feel a lot better, like, name off something that you're just stoked about that's in your life mm. uh, you re- you realize fuck like there's actually a lot of things that i mean in my life instead of going fuck that i yeah. hate this fucking beach why why would i want to be at the beach <laughs> yeah just something like yeah. that you go i hate sand yeah, I hate sand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's just trying to find the the positives and the small things there eh? You know, like, I feel like a lot of people tend to focus on all the negative stuff a lot more than the positive stuff. You know, like like what you've just said, they're like, fuck the beach, I don't want to go to the beach, it's too sandy. You know, where there'd be another person out there who's never even been to a beach, yeah. and they're like, oh my God, this is the most amazing yeah. thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. So it's just trying to change your um, yeah. the way you look at things, eh? Yeah, bro. And I just, yeah, fucking started doing that, eh? It just fucking started, like, yeah, my mind just started changing, like, you know, I trained my mind to, like, not think about everything negatively. Mm. Yeah, like, saying that I've been grateful for shit that's in my life, telling myself I'm thankful for my friends and stuff like that. Because mm. yeah, at one point, I was going, fuck all my fucking friends, fuck life, you know? Yeah. They're going, oh, yeah, fuck. And I was just sitting in a room by myself, being like, nah, piss off, no one talked to me and shit like yeah. And then the next day, I'm yeah. gonna, they love me. Like, they're just trying to help me. You know? Yeah. Big thing. And, uh, and I've just, like, yeah, just tr- kind of trained my mind to, like, be less negative. Mm. Well, you, you have to put out there what you want to receive, eh? You receive what you project. So if you're always positive, you know, you're more likely to receive positive feedback and stuff like that. Yeah, that's just, it's, I'll just try to be as much as positive as possible is what I mean. Mm. And I've never, ever been, like, as, like, as much as I'd like to say I have been positive before, like, I'd go positive, like, a year ago, two years ago, I'd be positive for fucking one day and be like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and just, go, just go back to being, like, just, like an angry dude. Yeah. But now I'm like, take it. Take a deep breath, you know, like what my mm. counselor he, therapy he taught me, like you know, breathing techniques and shit like that. Yeah. And yeah. they're just ones that can like calm you down on the spot, you know. Just take yeah. a moment out and takes you a minute or two just to do these little breathing techniques and yeah. like, you know, you'll calm down again. I, I guess as we get older, bro, like we start learning more about ourselves and how to 
deal with um, with the stuff that's happened to us in the past, you know. And I guess like what I'm trying to push in this is that you know people need to understand that if that shit didn't happen, you would not be where you are right now. You know? Yeah, bro. Like right. we have to go through all that bullshit, whether it's, you know, parents doing shit to us or our parents leaving us or, you know, fucking Uncle Bully coming through and doing something to us or fucking, you know, whatever it may be, bro. Like, all yeah, that yeah. bullshit that adds up over time has to happen to us, bro. Like, we, we, we might think, like, fuck all that bullshit. Like, I can't believe my fucking parents fucking left me and left me stranded doing this or, you know, I can't believe my fucking family neglected me or whatever but you know in those fucking moments bro are the those moments are the moments that make us who we are today you know they build us and make us strong and more resilient to the obstacles that we're gonna face down the track because you know even though we had fucking heaps of shit happen back in the day right there's gonna be way more shit that happens in our future you know and in order to be able to tackle the stuff in the future we have to become strong and resilient from the stuff that's happened in our past, you know? And that's yeah, why, that's, uh, you know, with this whole movement, you know, I want to turn our past into a positive, bro, because a lot of people think that, you know, it's just always like, life's always fucking knocking me down, all this bad shit's always fucking happening, why does it always have to happen to me? But they're not understanding is that, you know, instead of like, why is this happening to me? You know, they should be going, why is this happening to me? You know? Is there yeah, a reason yeah, yeah, why yeah, this yeah. is happening to me? Instead yeah, of just yeah. fucking freaking out and just being so fucking caught up in the moment and shit, you know? People just need to understand that, like, our hardest moments that we go through life are going to be the things that build us into the strongest person that we can be. Yeah, and, like, all the shit that I've been, like, teaching myself and stuff like that and all that therapy and all that, you know, if something does happen down the line, I have the tools now to mm. be able to not just be like, fuck it, I'm, I'm, out, like, I'm out of here, or fuck it, flip out and smash something and shit like that. Just yeah. by taking those small steps, I feel like, you know, if something, if I did have like another fucking breakdown in a couple of years, I can always look back and be like, look, I've got the tools now. Mm. Someone taught me the tools. And like, I can teach the tools to someone else to so that they down the track can do the same thing and shit like that. Yeah, 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 bro. Well, that that's the good thing about having you on here is like, you know, obviously, you know, you've gone through a lot of stuff, but you know, as we've seen and as we've noticed as um, the podcast has unfolded, is that you're being able to evaluate your past, get help from you know therapists and stuff to create, I guess, um, this list of tools. And now you're able to use these tools to your discretion whenever something pops up or, you know, you have a quick anxiety attack or you're having a bad day, you know? Yeah. And just like, if other people were like, this shit's like, it's quite simple to learn. You know, there's a few small steps and shit like that. And like, I couldn't recommend if you're like, going through a shit spot, like, just go on the internet, look up something that's going to help you. It'll yeah. fucking help you, out. Like, just yeah. a small thing, a breathing technique or anything like that, if you're having a shit bath. Yeah. Like, it's so simple, just to, just don't be stubborn and fucking reach out and do something about it. Like, 
Yeah. Bro, I'm, I'm fucking stubborn as fuck myself, you know? That's why I can't yeah. talk, bro, to people that are close to me, you know? It's because I'm just too stubborn, you know? They, even though they know that that something was wrong in a certain moment, you know, they're like, bro, you're good. I'm like, bro, what are you on about? I'm sweet as. I fucking know. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. Am I trying to fucking make a deal about nothing, you know? That's just how my headspace was. But then inside, I'm like, yeah. fuck, help me. You know, I was like, <laughs> fuck. But I guess that stubbornness yeah. does come into play, bro, a lot of the time, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's, you know, it's definitely more in men, bro, you know? And I, I just, I can't pinpoint why why we find it so hard to talk about shit bro what do you reckon what are your thoughts about it i don't know i think it's just the people that they just think it's like a a weak thing hey like like a stigma yeah and uh, i just don't think that people like dudes are brought up knowing that it's, like, okay to do that. You know, like, how, like, men are meant to be superior and all that shit mm-hmm. like that. I think it's, like, somehow in, like, subliminally ingrained, that like, or passed down or whatever that it's, like, weak to talk to people about how you're feeling. Yeah. It's, it's fucked up, bro. It's just fucked up, like, like what you're saying, how, like, we don't even know, like, men, like, I've asked you the question, but me and you together, we still can't pinpoint yeah, I know. why, you know? Yeah. It's just one of those things, but yeah. I think you brought up a good point about, you know, like, it comes from, you know, our fathers teaching us how to be a bit more vulnerable and a bit more open, you know, because, like, yeah. you can still be a wow, fucking man. mad motherfucker and a mad killer and still be able to talk about your feelings, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro, for sure. Like, my old man, he's a fucking... He's never talked to me, like, once about how he feels. And mm. I guess, like, as a... You know, he, he he never told me that, like, growing up to talk about shit and stuff like mm. that. And so I obviously brought that from my younger years into my adult life with me. Never, like, broke that habit of, that only until fucking two years ago or something yeah yeah uh, yeah i I can't wrap my head around why like it's such a big thing like that men don't talk it should be like you just said it's like you've never heard your dad open up and talk about you know his feelings and stuff so obviously you know, you as um, as a boy back then, looking up to the father figure that you idolize, you know, you're pretty much just yeah. going to do what he does, you know. So yeah, if he didn't talk, you're probably not going to talk because you didn't see him yeah, talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think that may be something to do with that or just stubborn. stubborn mm. so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like maybe... It, a lot of it could be based around like the generational things, you know, as like, yeah, obviously back in the days, like in the eighties and shit, you know, like back then kids were smoking at like 12, 13 or whatever, you know, they could go down yeah, to the yeah, shop and yeah. shit, you know, like there's just, they just didn't really care about too much or they were a lot more hardened to a lot of stuff back then. 
which ultimately yeah. now we're going through like, you know, the 21st century where we've got all these different types of characters and all these different types of people, you know, we've got like, we've got like gay people, we've got um, trans people, we've got like pansexual people, we've got all these different types of like um, communities and stuff now that have developed over the years because people have been so accepting and just accepted the fact that that's how people are, that we need to start accepting the fact that um, males need to be taught how to talk properly, I guess. You know, but yeah, it's going to have to start yeah. from us and we're going to have to pass it on to our kids, you know, because yeah. it's something that like our um, generations before us failed to do was to be able to, I guess, help us open up. So I guess we have to take it upon ourselves now to be able to make sure that it doesn't keep on happening because if it keeps on yeah. happening, we're just going to keep on losing people like there's no tomorrow. Bro. So... One question that I probably want to keep, um, I guess, make it like a theme throughout the podcast is I want to know if you think we could put things in place as a community to help our brothers talk about their feelings. Like, is there anything you think we could do as a community to sort of make it a bit easier for us to talk about shit? Yeah, like uh, I was, it was quite a while ago that I was actually thinking about this. Um, like, there's a, there's a community space where you can hold things and shit like, and like you could hire that out, make it a, like mm. a little event, have, have a barbecue, anyone can mm-hmm. come. And, like, um, just like they can stand up and speak if they want. It's, you know, like kind of those things that they do, like Alcohol Anonymous shit, you know, like yeah. someone stands up, they just get something off their chest and like, you know, you can have a fucking barbecue and a couple of drinks or whatever, just a couple of fizzies. Yeah. 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 Like, that, eh? like um, I guess like sort of like gatherings to like normalize it, you know, but I guess like, you know, yeah, bro. have people stand up and tell oh, yeah. their stories in front of a crowd. Yeah, While like, the pros over there eating fucking just, barbecue and having a beer. Yeah, yeah, I'd like, you know, just something casual like that where, you know, it's like my, my be all dudes or whatever, where people can come around and like, can come down and just get something off their chest. Like, everyone mm-hmm. can have a turn if they want. Yeah. start it off, say what they need to say, and then, yeah. you know, fucking just be nice for them to get it out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, cause you said, uh, you were telling me um, when we were sort of texting about sorting out the podcast and stuff, you were saying that you were wanting to like get into, I guess, this kind of work or something to do with like mental health. Just, like, Do you want to just elaborate on it? Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, so I had, this, I had this idea at the start where like I was going to make this phone line that people could call and like talk to me and like tell me what's you know you, you like you know like just like a um like that i can't remember what that 800 one is yeah but, you know something like that i'll just you know they can call if they have like if they're stressing out or something if, like i could teach them to like have like breathe properly and shit like that. 
mm-hmm. like breathing techniques and stuff like that. Yeah. Just to calm people down and help them a little bit. Yeah, we, we actually need more of that, bros, because, you know, throughout the years, obviously, um, you know, you've probably had friends that have gone through stuff, just like I've had friends who have gone through stuff, and um, two of them have actually told me that they try to reach out to um, these phone places or, like, you know, like the 0800 numbers. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah. they said that they both of them said that when they reached out to ring up these um, 0800 numbers that they were just too full on bro that they weren't actually able to get on the phone with them and ask them how yeah, they've really? been doing and stuff and said that yeah. one one of my friends said that um she called them up and they just put her straight on to like hold or some shit you know how it plays music and shit and she said that yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it was like um something like 45 minutes hit and she had been on hold wow, and yeah. she just got over it you know she was just like fuck this I'm not fucking waiting anymore terrible, just hung right? up you know, so like, you know, that, that's a real good idea, bro, is having like creating more, um, I guess, phone lines for people to reach out to. Because as I know personally from people that are close to me that they've tried to ring up these phone lines and they just haven't been able to get through. And I feel like so much people bro, are probably trying to ring up these phone lines and trying to get through, but they just can't. So if, if, if people were able to call up Kurt, you know, on 0800 yeah, yeah. get at Kurt to ask for some friendly <laughs> advice, you know. It'd probably fucking yeah, help yeah, out yeah. a bit. Yeah. But, yeah, no, oh, there, there's some good points, bro, is, like, bringing up, like, you know, just, I guess, normalising um those social groups where dudes can get together and just have a yarn. Like, it doesn't even have to be hippie shit, you know. Like I said, like, yeah, it could just be just shit off your chest. Make people. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> make people, the dudes that are going for Stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and it'll just be reassuring. Yeah, so they can see, like, yeah, so, like, one dude can stand up and he can tell his problem, and then the guys that are sitting there watching him will be like, fuck, maybe, like, I could do that. I could probably get something off. Mm. My chest and that. And then, like, people will start to talk more by just fucking blabbing something out of their mouth mm-hmm. in front of a group of yeah and it doesn't have to be the fucking heaviest shit bro like you can just start uh, off just with light like conversations <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i yeah. felt like shit suck. yeah <laughs> something like that and then like you know some dude might say bro no way my fucking day sucked too bro fuck yeah, you're yeah, a good cunt like yeah that's you know yeah, bro. <laughs> so just the just starting off the conversations i guess eh is sort of where yeah. we need to um, start aiming our attention towards, which is, you know, which is why it's, it's good with the podcast and shit like that is because, you know, if people want to get deep, then they can get deep. If they don't want to get deep, then they don't have to. But it's just getting a little bit of something out of your system so it doesn't get too much that you fucking pop, you know? Would you, what would your final message be to the world? that you want to um, get out there? What positive message, should I say, oh. do you want to put out there? Probably just take some time out for yourself. This is the major, I reckon. Definitely, bro. Well, fucking, I just want to thank you for jumping on, bro, and just, 
you know, just talking a little yeah. bit about yourself and just talking about, um, you know, tools and ways that you've coped with stuff that's happened in your past and, you know, I guess the steps to getting to where you are today. I know that a lot of people are going to, yeah. you know, be able to um, take a lot away from this. You know, and there, there'll be a lot of coasties, bro, that, you know, will probably be like me who only ever seen, you know, the happy, smiley Kurt, you know, and to, to find out, you know, that even the happiest of them that we think are happy still go through their struggles. But it's good to see that you've, you know, you've started, um, you know, you're on that incline now, you know, you're in a better place in your life compared to where you were last time. So. Turn on the video.